It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Titans, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Titans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing good. What's going on with you? Not too much. Uh, obviously still feeling pretty good about the Titans win over the Colts on Monday Night Football. Um, getting themselves into a three-way tie for the division lead, heading to a game against the Browns this weekend before the bye week. So a, a good place for the Titans to be. Um, again, we talked a little bit about the schedule and all that stuff last night. Um, but, you know, you, you got to be pretty pleased with where they are at this point. So, um, you know, still just feeling good about that win last night. Uh, we heard a little bit from Mike Malarkey today. He had his normal – was normally a Monday press conference, but obviously it was Tuesday since the Titans got on Monday night. Um, off the top, the, the two injuries that we've been talking about this whole time, uh, Jonathan Cyprian and Corey Davis have both been ruled out pretty much for this week, which is not really a surprise. I mean, we kind of had a feeling with, with the bye coming up that that gives them, you know, two full weeks if they don't play this week. And hopefully uh, the Titans will be able to get them back when they come out of the bye, you know, a- after next week. And then um, – on DeMarco, you know, he said he had some tightness in his hamstring, which is kind of what we what we suspected last night when we were talking. Um, so, I mean, you'll look for him. They, they, they kind of gave him a normal workload last night. I think Henry got a few more carries than he probably would have if, if DeMarco wasn't having any, having any issues. Um, but it doesn't look like anything is going to make him miss. And, I, I mean, I think it's the same thing with Marcus Mariota. I think he's still going to be limited in this game on Sunday, but no reason at this point to expect that he wouldn't be able to play. Yeah, set a light load, and they're going to take it easy. Um, unique week, for sure. Um, like you said, with, with the Monday night game, you kind of lose a day of preparation. Malarkey talks about that today. So uh, another light week of practice for Mariota. Um, and, again, I don't, I don't know if you hit on Derek Morgan. He was day-to-day with, no, it, yeah. with an abdominal strain. So uh, that's something to watch there. We saw, uh, really, Eric Walden play a bunch down the stretch. So, uh, still relatively healthy um, at this point. Just just need really Corey Davis and Jonathan Cyprian to come back. But um, that bye week seems definitely seems like the target now for, to get those guys back. Yeah, and it's looking like it's going to come at a good time. Like you said, I mean, they, they can't really complain with the amount of, of injuries that they've had. Um, and then you've got those two guys. And with, with Mariota and DeMarco still ailing, uh, it'll be good to get them a week here. Um, before you go into that, you know, the, the second half of the schedule. Um, and then a couple other things from today. Um, talked a little bit about, you know, Eric Decker and the role that he played last night. So that was that was good. It was good to see kind of him get on the same page as Mariota. And I, I think some things will open up for him uh, once you get Corey Davis back. And, and I think you can see um, – you, you'll, you'll be able to see 
just the offense be able to do something different when they had that that deep threat. In addition to Taewon Taylor, and hopefully we'll see more of him. Uh, we saw what he can do last night. But so I mean, I think it was good to see Decker get more involved last night. But I do think that if they're going to if they're going to go on a little bit of a run here, I think they do need him to be a productive member of the offense. I'm not saying he's got to go out and catch you know eight or nine balls for 100 yards every week, but they brought him in to be a consistent presence on third down in the red zone. And, you know, we hadn't really seen those two guys be in sync yet, but it looked like last night for the first time, Mario and Decker were kind of on the same page. Yeah, and last night was why he was signed. And I mean, you could tell that Mariota for the first time kind of saw that trust build there. Um, those were some tough, some tough grabs he had over the middle uh, on some slant routes with some tight coverage. Uh, and, and, you know, you saw Mariota throw to some spots, and Decker ended up in the right place. Um, and you really didn't see that in the first few weeks. You saw some errant throws from Mariota where it, it might appear to be inaccurate, but maybe it was the receiver out of place. So, you know, like we said on preseason, uh, chemistry was a big thing that was missing for the Titans because they just didn't have the bodies in place to really, you know, get perfect, get get where they wanted to be. So it's still a work in progress, but uh, at least with Eric Decker, uh, him and him and Mariota are starting to get on that same page. What else stood out to you from what Malark had to say today? The, uh, the comment about the run game was interesting. Um, he basically said the run game, as, as he expected, took a while to try and establish. Uh, but he expected it to take over late. So, you know, that that kind of matches up with, with the Titans' slow starts. You know, they, they want to establish the run game. And I'm sure Malarkey wants to come out here and blow guys off the ball and, and really establish, you know, four or five yards of carry. It hasn't been the case, but it has worked in the second half. Uh, you saw it against Seattle, Jacksonville, and Indy. So it's kind of interesting. Um, it, it It's a... We were talking about this before the show. Are are you supposed to be okay with that? Now, I feel like that's what this team is built to do. It's to kind of take over the line of scrimmage and run the football. But at the same time, you've got Marcus Mariota. Um, So it's kind of hard to stick to that that power run game jumbo sets with such a piece like Mariota sitting there under center. Um, So it's working. um, But at the same time, I, I feel like there's room to grow. Yeah, and I think that's the thing for me. Um, you know, like you said, I, I get what they're what they're built to do, and um, we we've seen in the games where it, it's worked like they wanted it to work, how successful it can be. But at the same time, to me, you play that type of game one if you have a really really good defense, two if you have a quarterback you're trying to hide. So like Blake Bortles in Jacksonville, that that's what they want to do. They they're fine with you know not getting a lot going early on because they know the more carries that Fournette gets, the more he wears in that defense. Second half they're going to be able to pull away. They don't want their quarterback throwing the ball anyway. They have a really good defense. Um, the Titans have a really good quarterback and don't have a very good defense. So to me, it seems like it would make more sense to maybe try to throw first and get in get a lead in games and then try to milk the clock away. Um, with the, with the running game, like like you know, to, that that would kind of be the approach that I would take there versus you know just just kind of relying on it, relying on it, relying on it, and hoping that eventually it gets you to where you want to go. Um, it just it, I don't know, it just it scares me a little bit that that's the offense that they want to play, just because I feel like there are going to be games where their team's going to score so much early 
that they're not going to be able to do that, and then how much are they able to do on offense when that wasn't what they planned on coming in to do. I mean, we all have – I mean, at least not all of us, obviously. We, we talked last night and we've, we've seen some stuff today about there are still people that, that don't believe in Mariota, which blows my mind a little bit. Um, but you and I have all the faith in the world in, in Mariota being the guy and that he can overcome deficits, and he's the type of guy that it's not that big of a deal if they do get a little bit behind. But just game plan-wise, it just concerns me a little bit if that's what they're planning on doing because it seems like with these slow starts, sometimes the defense, you know, they don't hold up their end of the bargain, and then you're way behind, and it looks they look kind of lost at that point. Yeah, but, you know, we say all that, but the results are there. So in games that Mariota has played fully, the Titans have 16, 37, 33, and 36 points. So you, you can't argue with that. You can't be upset with that at all. Uh, again, some of that is not totally on him. It's not totally his doing, but still, uh, the offense is working. Um, and, you know, that game against the Texans kind of kind of points to what you were talking about, about getting getting down and not being able to run the ball, which, you know, the Titans started started moving the ball late in that second half. The defense just, just didn't get off the bus that day. It, it just it wasn't happening from the beginning. But for the most part, I, I, the offense is scoring points. Um, but it is interesting to kind of see what they're doing and, and how they're doing it uh, and kind of sticking with this run game. But, I, I mean, if it's not broke, I guess you don't need to fix it, but it, it is interesting the way that they're going about it considering you have Marcus Marietta. Yeah, and, I, again, I think that's just the thing that bothers me is the fact that, I don't know. I just think that they're not maybe utilizing him fully. But like you said, they're they're putting up points, and um, in the games that he's been able to play all the way through, uh, the stuff that you want is there. So, um, and you know, even that Texans game, I mean, they got off to a slow start, but in the second quarter, the offense looked like it was going to be able to at least put something together and, and maybe at least you know keep the game competitive. Yeah, I, um, they, I'd say Marcus scores probably thirty points in that game if if he finishes, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it really felt like, you know, it, it was another big kickoff return, which is another thing that Malarkey talked about today, about the, the problems they've had with, with that coverage. But, um, you know, they had they had kind of made it, a, made it a ball game, and they got the big kickoff returns anyway. Um, yeah, so this is going to keep an eye on Like you said, I mean, as long as, the, as, long as they're scoring points, um, whether, whether we like the way they're doing it or not, I guess it doesn't really matter. So, um all that being said, we look look forward a little bit to the game on Sunday against the Browns. Uh, I think at this point the Browns haven't con- confirmed necessarily who their starting quarterback is going to be. They went to Hogan last week, Kevin Hogan, after you know Deshaun Kaiser had started the year. Um, Hogan didn't look good in the game on Sunday, so I mean I think there's, there's a thought that they might go back to Deshaun Kaiser, but um, it's, it sounds like it's more than likely going to be Hogan the Titans face, but Vegas is apparently not all that concerned about it. Uh, line came out today. Titans are about a six point favorite um, with a total in the game of like 46 and a half. So, um, you know, obviously the, this is a game where the Titans should go down, should go there, dominate from the jump, you know, get, come out, establish what they want to do, play, score points on offense, play good enough defense against a bad offense. But, I mean, how many times have we seen this game where we feel like that's what the Titans should do and then that's not the way that it ends up playing out? Uh, countless. Um, even last year, uh, 
Uh, we, we talked about the the 2015 game where everyone thought the the Titans with their shiny new rookie quarterback and Marcus Mariota were going to go and roll the Browns, and they ended up losing to Johnny Manziel. So, uh, and, and then you know you had the whole thing last year where the Titans would play down to opponents' uh, talent and they play up to opponents' talent. So. Just go, just go dominate a game. Just go win the line of scrimmage. Uh, it's the team you should run over. It's a team that turns the ball over a lot. Uh, Kaiser's thrown nine picks. Uh, Hogan threw, I think, three last week. So capitalize on 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 those opportunities um, and, and go out and run the football. And, and really, Marcus Mariota shouldn't have to do a whole lot to beat the Cleveland Browns. Uh, if he does, that that. That says something, but uh, I mean the Browns are zero six. That they just they don't really have a pulse uh, to this point, and and you know you've already seen the I think it was Ed Werder that tweeted out that the Browns were already thinking about blowing everything up and resetting the franchise for the the you know however many years in a row they've done that. So uh, go get yourself an easy win, and for once don't make it interesting. Yeah, and that's the thing. If they're going to be the team that most people expect them to. Be, at the beginning of the year this is not this is a game that they have to go and just look like the better team from the opening kickoff to the last whistle um and we we haven't seen them be able to consistently do that um over the last however many years um so you know i I think they're in a good spot right here i think um that they've got enough guys that have that have been around this this franchise long enough that know the history and, and know that kind of stuff. So I mean, I don't think that it, it will be a result of them not being focused um, if that is what how it plays on Sunday. And again, you know, we've seen some weird stuff in the NFL this year. I mean, just look at this past Sunday uh, with the the Giants going to uh, Denver and winning with no receivers, um, with the the Dolphins going to Atlanta and beating the Falcons. I mean, so there, there's weird stuff that happens. But if you want to take that next step, then this is a game that that you have to go and you have to dominate. And Cleveland hasn't been good in any, in any facet of the game. Um, their offensive line was supposed to be a strength, but it's been a little bit of a disaster the last couple of weeks. Um, so this this could this should be a good a get right spot for the defense. Um, and again, we saw them play a lot better in the second half uh, on on Monday night. And so hopefully that they can kind of continue that. Um, and then rest up for the the, the stretch run. Um, you know, I, it would be good for them to have Derek Morgan out there. You know, you said at the beginning that he's day to day. It'll hurt if he's not there, but um, because they, they just haven't been able to generate a consistent pass rush, at least without you know sending extra guys at this point. Um, need him out there, but you know, more important really to have him healthy later on in the year. So I, I guess that'll kind of factor into their decision. But would be good. Would, this would be a good game to see the defense come out and just play really well the whole game. They the defense hasn't put together a whole game really at this point. I mean, probably I guess they did in Miami, but that offense is so bad. Um, it would be good just to see them put together a whole game in a win. Yeah, and, and keep the pressure up. Uh, you saw Dickelbe had pretty good success in the second half last night, uh, getting after Jacoby Brissett, dialing up some blitzes. Uh, so keep that going with whoever plays. It's not going to be a good quarterback. Uh, it, it's an easily – it's a situation they should be able to take advantage of. You know, the, the Browns are starting Ricardo Lewis, uh, Rashard Higgins, Kaysen Williams. Uh, Kenny Britt can't even get on the field for the Browns. So uh, it, it's just a bad, bad team. And, and it's it's a potential, 
you know, get right spot for this defense. And it's, again, it's just a team that the Titans should handle. Yeah. And they need to do it. We need to see them do it. Uh, one thing on the Browns, our old friend Jason McCourty um, is playing with the Browns and has had a bit of a, of a career resurgence. Um, so I think it's been a, a bit of a surprise to see how well he's played. And good for him. I mean, Jason McCourty's a good dude and was a great guy in this locker room for a long time and played on, on a lot of bad teams here. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him have success where he is. Um, you know, we were kind of talking at the beginning. We, we, we kind of suspected all, all along that Jason McCourty wouldn't be on this team, um, just be, really because of the contract. And, and he hadn't been very good the last couple of years. But, um, you know, I, I think now looking at the way that they've used these cornerbacks, if you'd have told me, and this is, you know, what you had said before the show started, that we would see this much Bryce McCain, then, you know, I would have preferred they stick with Jason McCourty. Yeah, that's just a weird call because you're essentially saying Bryce McCain is better than, than Jason McCourty. And and I know the, the money plays a factor into that, but still, uh, just a weird move. Uh, looking back on it, if you're going to play McCain, which – like we said, we we didn't think McCain was going to see much any playing time at all. And I thought he he might even get cut, but apparently we were wrong. Uh, you saw him playing on T.Y. Hilton last night, and you saw him take on DeAndre Hopkins quite a bit a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, but yeah, good for McCourty, and it, and you know it sucks that he has to play on on another just terrible team that that's going absolutely nowhere. So, uh, you, you hope that. A guy like that is is turning heads, and, and maybe he can uh, he can get flipped to a playoff roster at the end of the day, or maybe next season. But ninety two point oh grade from from PFF that's just that's wild because he didn't put up anything like that in his years in Nashville. Uh, I think he topped out around seventy eight per PFF. So uh, interesting, uh, and you know it's a it's a guy that's probably going to handle Rashard Matthews. So that's a that's a matchup to watch. Yeah, absolutely, and um, yeah, it's just crazy at, at this point. He's he's putting up the the best numbers in his career. But like we said, good for him. Uh, anything else tonight before we uh, before we jump out? I think that's all I've got. Oh, just cleaning up real quick. We talked a lot about the uh, about the punt. Uh, yeah, yeah, having two guys back to to field punts. Uh, Mark, you basically said that the Colts had a had two types of punts. He said he said they had a normal punt and they had a kind of a boomerang punt that would take off and go the other way so he said there was nothing crazy about about having two guys back there he simply just wanted to field it uh and and kind of stop the ball from rolling so it it wasn't it it sounded like the titans weren't really interested in returning a punt last night they were just more interested in in fielding it and and not letting it roll it's really interesting i need to go back and watch not that it's ever really fun to go back and watch punts from games prior but yeah i'm not sure i've ever uh, heard of anything like that yeah yeah, it just sounds it's, – it's, it's, it's something. And, yeah, but it makes sense. Like you said, just catch the ball and, and save yourself, you know, yards as far as the ball rolling. So if that if that's truly the case, then, I mean, you know, good on his part. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow night we will uh, dig a little bit more into the Browns, uh, talk about some specific matchups where we think the Titans have some advantages and uh, maybe some spots that could be possible trouble. Another guy we didn't talk about that's on the Browns revenge game, Kenny Britt. Uh, got got to keep an eye on there. I think is he still he's on the team still. I think, but he's been uh, he's been a healthy scratch. I think he's uh, shockingly he's being Kenny uh, Britt, if you can believe that. Yeah. 
I just got, I'm just, my mind's blown. They got paid and then just kind of shut it down. It's just, I can't believe it. But anyway, um, anyway, so we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit more about the Browns specifically tomorrow night, but, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I did mention it from the top. So I should say we still have the thing going with PFF pro football focus. If you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, um, leave your Twitter handle in the review. Uh, you'll be entered to win a year-long subscription to them. A lot of cool stuff from that side. I'm sure most of you are familiar with them. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at jmorrismcm. Terry is at teamlambertfb. And you can check out more of our work on musiccitymiracles.com. So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked on Titans, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked on Podcast Network for your favorite NHL team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.